Somebody wrote a song, got so much to thank him for. That's right. And that's true too. You turned it off. You turned me off, Carolyn. That's <laughs> not red. You just cut me off. Is that uh, Nope. <laughs> Is it on There it is. There it is. It was unplugged. Still. Now the light ain't on on that uh, amplifier. I don't think. It's not on. Oh, where is that? It. All right. Whatever. Play it.
Make your 
this morning. I sure, I sure would see somebody bring their instruments and not, not use them. So I'd like to ask them to at least sing one song and as many as they want. Amen. I don't know about y'all. I can't sing a lick. My pastor said we sing by the letter. Rear back and let her go. That's all I know. I mean, just make a joyful sound all I know. But if Brother Andy's interested and he wants to get to his children up here. I've seen a banjo up here. My favorite instrument. And uh, we want them to sing as many as they want, play as much as they want. I'm not in a hurry, except go to heaven. I have to admit, I know one day we're going to be cut off. We'll fly away. I've never flown in my life, and I'm going to make that heavenly flight. Heaven. Heaven. Psalm 90, verse 10 says, The days of our years are three score and ten. But if by reason of strength they be four score, me and Brother Jack. We done met that three score and ten. And if by reason of strength they be four score, then we're cut off and we fly away. I'm looking forward to making my exodus out of this Egypt, away from this Pharaoh, go to my promised land. Glory to God, I done been to the Red Sea. Hallelujah. All right. Y'all come on up here. And y'all can sing, play all you want, as far as I'm concerned. Hallelujah. I can't play the banjo, Brother Jack, but I thank God for those that can. Amen. Annabelle just picked that thing up and took play, off. Play like you're at home. Jack, not Jack, Andy's like me, he tried. We both tried. We hung in the wood. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah. Bless the Lord. Aren't y'all singing your song? Yeah, okay. Got a little okay. Bit.
Come up here proficient, play anything to ask to play. And uh, I asked uh, 
Is it Josiah? Is that the one with the violin or is it Elias? I get y'all mixed up so much. I asked him what the difference was between a violin and a fiddle. He said, depending on what you're playing. Amen. Alright, I'd like to... We're going to take up our offering here this morning. I'd like to get Brother James Madison to turn thanks over real quick. Blessed Heavenly Father, Lord is with us yes. this morning. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for the ones that's gathered here. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for each blessing. Lord, you give us each day and thank you for being good to us. Yes. Lord, just ask you to be in the service. Help us, Lord, today. Lord, Lord, stand and bring the message. Lead us, direct us, guide us. Bless this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Brother James. Like I said, I got the honor today to introduce our speaker. I've been speaking about Brother Jack for quite a while. And he's here this morning. And the old devil throwed a deer out in front of him last night. He says, on his journey down here, on his way down, that didn't stop him. Matter of fact, Brother Andy and them, they went and picked him up on the side of the road car and all brought him down here. We get the blessing of being having him here by uh, through great uh through great uh Difficulty. He made it here this morning, Amen. and I love him already. Uh, we, like I said, we've drunk from the same fountain. We got so much in common. Uh, I didn't realize our age, our ages were so close, but our age will be nothing when we step on them golden streets. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, like he said, there won't be no cripples there. Won't be no blind there. Won't be no lame there. No lepers there. Hey, we'll all be whole. We'll be there. Our our home, our eternal home. We'll get to enjoy the good things of God and see what I know I have seen, no ears ever heard, never once ever entered in the heart of man what God has prepared for those that love Him look disappearing. And this is Brother Jack Patterson. We're going to ask the Lord to bless him here real quick. Lord, bless my brother today. Lord, what an honor, Lord, it is, Lord, to have him here with us, Lord. We wish we could keep him, Lord. Lord, we love him and we thank you for him. And I pray, dear God, Lord, you would give to his mind, Lord, clarity. Give to his voice, Lord, Father. Uh, Lord, uh, uh, Lord, like a thunder, God, I pray to glare the great truths and the treasures from your word. Lord, may we be like the thirsty deer, Lord, like the heart that painteth after the brook. Lord, may we, I pray, Lord, open our mouths wide, receive the water of the word. And Lord, may we open our ear, Lord, to the great truths of your word and the great treasures of your word. I pray for those that are here this morning. I pray for those that are here this message by way of the internet, by way of the live stream. May they realize, Lord, that I will live in And I pray, God, you give them all Lord, wisdom and discernment. In Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Go ahead there, preacher. You want one? Yeah, yeah. I might have to get somebody to help me That's with right. that. They didn't have one for Sunday school. Yeah, but I don't know a thing about this stuff. Let me see if I, this thing's already on. How about that? Yeah, it's already on. You're good to go. Alright, open your Bible anywhere, it's all good. Amen to that. Go to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, the joy to be here with you. I don't want to get in the and, line uh, of recording there. <laughs> hey, it's a joy to be here with the church. I've been talking to you, Pastor, the last several years. And yeah. Um, Andy and them come to the good church. I'm, uh, I'm their papa, one of them. And uh, they, uh, they're good boys when they sleep. Amen. And... Uh, but uh, they can cook pretty good too now. I like that. 
And they did, and I go to someone's house, they can't cook. I got a credit card from Cracker Barrel. Hey, man! Uh, we cracked the barrel up up there pretty good. Bless him, Lord. Amen. I'm over here in Mark, uh, Mark chapter 10. Oh, thank you, my lady. I'm Mark chapter 10. 10 is a Gentile number, and I'm a numerologist. I like to read books and so forth. I read books of 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. I don't, I don't read something that's written last week. This was written eternity ago. Yeah. And, uh, I'm looking up here. What am I doing? Blame it on me. Okay. There we go. Get it fixed up, our brother. Thank you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the word of God. Thank yes. you for the music, Lord. The word music means thinking. We can think on heaven, think on the blood of Christ. And Lord, I want to thank you, Lord, for relatives being here this morning and the young folks and this church. I pray that you're blessed, sanctified, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you touch some hearts today. Yes, Father. To come alive for Jesus Christ. Yep. And uh, Lord, thank you for them, Lord. I pray your blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I, I'm going to talk to you today about a conversion here and, uh, and how we got in. And it, uh, it's, it's a joy to get saved and know you're saved and uh, how you got saved and so forth. And you're always, uh, when, when, uh, when you get done with all your trials and tribulations, welcome to heaven. Amen. We're not there yet. Yeah. And know the battle. It's a battlefield, <clears throat> brother, not a recreation room. Right. It's a fight and not a game. Christian life is a warfare. Sure. And he's already won the battle. We got a few skirmishes to get along the way. And I don't fight the brethren. I tell them to go suck a duck egg, get on down the road. Amen. I don't mess with the brethren. I leave them alone. And you can say amen right there. Amen. And, uh, I, I'm not a law dog. I'm not a control freak. And uh, so forth. All my guys, I never, I've had uh, probably, I don't know, probably over four or five hundred come through my program. Uh, I was never a Pharaoh. I was Moses. Tried to be a Moses. Amen. Pharaoh drove people. Yeah. Moses led people. Amen. There's a difference in the philosophy. Sure is. And uh, Brother Andy's been seeing them. They've seen the Pharaohs out there. I don't like them. They did. They hurt people. Yeah. Uh, they hurt people. They're trying to fetch people they don't like with money they don't have. Amen, and uh, so, but I just don't need them. A lot of times I'll get uh, young people saved, and uh, I've had mayor's sons, I've had mob kids in my program, I never tell you who they are. Amen. I help them, and uh, so forth. I always was taught, leave a place better than you found it. Bless And if you can't go there and, and enjoy it, then leave quietly and behave yourself. And, uh, but I like, I like church. I, mean, I, I got blessed today being here, and so forth. And Bless you. Thank you. But uh, I'm going to try to just give you a little uh, a thought here today, and then kind of encourage you. And uh, I've been preaching now since I, I got in saved when I was 18. Uh, I, my mother's going to put me in a mental ward. I don't talk much about it. But my eyes wouldn't dilate, right? I had scarlet fever in the baby. And my eyes wouldn't, so she signed, my dad signed the papers. My mother wouldn't sign. I'm glad she did. And, uh, but I was, he said, you're the meanest thing you can have ever had. I was nine of ten. Man, was I mean. I'd put tax on girls' tears in the third grade. And it, oh, my God. I got a whooping for two hours for that one. And uh, I was just mean. I was just mean. And, and so, uh, pull the chair off of him. I just thought yeah. it was funny then the fall, you know. And, uh, oh, my Jack, come here. You know. And I remember one time my dad came over when he had that belt had a certain sound, like a slack. And it just hit, hit all the belt loops coming, oh my goodness, I'm in for it. But about 16 or 17, I start waking up mentally. And I, at 18, I would, I would, I start chasing the gospel. 
Praise God. I heard the gospel many times, but I, didn't, I just couldn't grasp it. Yeah. Then one day I went down to Pensacola, Florida, and uh, my brother had me come down to run his gas station. Of course, he wanted free labor, but you know, I stole from him too. And uh, I'm hitting on the girl. I wasn't hitting on the guys, I was hitting on the girl. And so uh, uh, we're down in Pensacola, Florida. Nobody wears clothes on the beach just about. And so I'm down there, and, and all these guys from PBI started witnessing to me. Old school PBI, Brother Andy. And married couple, they'd bring me cooking and said, Jack, you need to come to church this week, you know. And I said, nah, I'm going to go with some friends, you know, and so forth. I go to the party and say, I wish I'd gone to church today. Wish. wish I'd gone to church today. Amen. And uh, finally I went there, well, uh, I left and I got put back in jail. Uh, it's a steel car off the uh, railroad tracks. Oh, the, uh, when he, uh, you know, the, the new one down there, they put those guardrails up, you can't get to them. A guy like me helped made that. And uh, <laughs> we took the radio, the tires, and the battery in about five minutes. Yeah. We had pros up there. Threw them in the weeds. We had another truck about two hours come out and pick them up. We took it to all the gas station. We got a sale on stuff right here. Right? Hey, man. I was 14, 15, 16 years old, in and out of jail. And my dad worked for Hoffa. I met him as a kid. I never built my ministry on knowing Jimmy Hoffa. And uh, I met him as a kid. My dad drove a uh, cab. And I said, Dad, what's in that brown bag? He said, that's your supper for two weeks. But I just got paid. And so he was dropping off numbers, I guess, uh, for the union and so forth. And so my father got saved. My dad got saved. And uh, I didn't have a dad. And then, then when it happened, I got a father in my house. Amen. Amen. Bless you, brother. I got a father. I see him read the Bible on the front porch. You better get saved, kid! He started yelling at him. Yeah. I looked at him and I'm coming home from a gang fight, busted lit. <laughs> My dad yelling at people. I thought he was on Medicaid. No, he was preaching to him. And he had gotten mad because he had gotten saved late. Yeah. And uh, But he got saved and he died saying when the Romans called up yonder, I'll be there. I was with him. And then he died and I came back and I took my mother home up there to the house about 20 minutes away but I got back. He said, bring me some Alma Joy. He loved Alma Joy and new, new grape drink. It an old, old pop called New Grape. It, ain't, it, it, it was good. And changed orange, it had the orange too. And uh, I would I would go sh shining shoes and do my paper out every, every every day. I'd get me a orange grape and I'm enjoying the gas station. I'm 11 years old. I'd bring my mother home 15, 20 bucks on Saturday night from shining shoes. Back that was 1965, 66, 67. She said, "Jack, the money you gave me about groceries." Bro. Bless. I paid electric bills. I didn't know that. That was my mother. <coughs> and so they all, and one by one, they, they all, the whole entire family trusted Christ. Amen. My brother John got saved, went down to Dr. Ruckman, went to school there, and her brother went down to 100 Beach and Vic, and I went down to his gas station. Long story short, I got put back in jail, and, and I'm, I let you smoke back in there, and I was smoking the Marlboro, and I was in that jail in Detroit. Oh, Detroit jail was nasty. They, they give you nasty food, they don't want you to come back. <coughs> and I can hear, still hearing that drunk saying, I don't want no dog food. And he kept throwing dog, drunkards. I'm in there laughing. And I get the next day, I said, Mom, buy me a ticket to Corpus. I mean, uh, uh, Pensacola. I'm getting out of here. What? I can still remember her saying, I just got a new job. And she said, Won't you stay here and help me? I said, No. Nah. I said, I, get it. I need to get out of here. So I went down there and uh, I walked in church on Sunday morning. I wore my Detroit clothes. I had on a pair of green pinstripe slacks with a horn silk Tom Jones shirt on and white temptation shoes. That was a sight to behold. <laughs> and uh, I walked in that morning, Pastor, and Dr. Workman said, What is that? That was me. That was Jack Rutherford. But two weeks later, I trusted Christ. Bless and, your heart. Uh, he, he, drew, he drew three crosses one, night, one, one morning, one night, and I understood it. I yeah. understood what he yeah. did for me. I walked down and got saved and uh, started passing out tracks, start going street preaching. I called my mother and said, Mom, I'm going to Bible school down there. 
And I uh, came home, finished up working the next summer, that was in 1971. And I came back September of 71. Guys like Rick Sowell, Lonnie Taylor, were all roommates here, about 40 of us, uh, four of us ended up graduating, Carl Baker. And so that's how I got my start. Amen. But, brother, but see, most preachers, are, they're territorial. They're careful who you go here because you, they may let make, they may let you, make you look bad. But Brother Ruckman always took us to hear great men. Yeah. Hugh Pyle, Lester Roloff, John Roloff. We heard all of them. We heard all of them. One night at Lester Roloff's meeting, I gave my life to Christ. Amen. I'm 19 years old. And I followed him around. All he, every time he came in from corporate, he'd fly in with the girls, the honeybees. They would be singing, free, free, free. I have been set free. I have met the man, the man of Galilee. He took away my load, my heavy load of sin. And now I'm shouting glory, hallelujah. Tears just got us. Yeah. On my cheeks. Free, free, all ex no pets. Yeah. Back from girls. It's true. Free, free, free. I have been, and the, and the crowd would just start blowing up at the altar. Yeah. And that night I said, Lord, I want some of this kind of thing. I want to do something like Woo! this. Amen. See, here's repentance. Watch my hand. It's turning. Yeah. It's not emotional, speaking in tongues and acting crazy. Who right. I hear you? I no, no. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't bought a pill of poison. Yeah. No, it's turning on the inside. True. You repent. You turn. Yeah. Turn you at my reproof. Yeah. And so I turned and I got saved. And I said, I start searching for God. And everywhere Lester Roloff went over to that coast. Pensacola was proximity about 100 miles away. Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. I, I, I'd get the car, borrow one, steal one. I used to do it all the time. I, I'd get it. I got him, Your Honor. I have no no recollection. But I, no, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, and he, he taught me one night. I'm telling you for a reason. Because I'm going to tell you something tonight. I'm going to tell you how to double your church in six months. And you don't need nobody else. You sitting here. You got a good crowd here today. You realize what the Lord had when he left at Calvary? It wasn't but three people there. Yeah. What a ministry. Yeah. Only had three. Yeah. Four, maybe five. That's it. Yeah. But when he comes back, he's going to have more now. Hey, Amen. But it starts right now. I'm talking about reaching people today. Amen. I preach in churches all over the country. It was a long story short. I gave my life to Christ. Went to Brother Walker. Worked for him for three years. I thought it was back in the 1850s. He didn't eat like I thought he'd eat. Ooh, he ate. Health food is nasty. And uh, you'll catch up later on. Uh, we'll go over here to verse number 1046. Uh, 10 is a Gentile number. Matthew, Mark. Mark is number 2. Now you have to bear in mind who Mark was. Mark was a turncoat. He turned back. Most yeah. preachers don't want to go, oh, bless God, he left my church. Get out of here. Uh, I'm not a Pharaoh. I'm, remember, I'm not a Pharaoh Baptist. I don't drive them. I lead them. And uh, many times, Brother Wolf would, uh, would leave, they leave Brother Roloff at still a boat and wreck appeared. He'd go see him in jail. Mm -hmm. One night, I, t I tell you, People didn't know the rapport that Brother Olaf had with the authorities. They had to go to jail one day for, I think he had to go for uh, a month. And uh, he called me up on the phone. He said, Jack, he said, I need uh, I need 20 cases of apples in the jail in about an hour. You get, get it up here, okay? I said, how are you calling me? He said, don't you worry about it. You just get those apples here. Uh, 20 cases of apples of, uh, uh, called First Fruits. And uh, uh, the apples there of the resurrection. And we, I took him up there. And he said, boy, if he said, uh, I led the sheriff to Christ, the deputy sheriff to Christ, everybody in here is in charge and is under my ministry for the last 30 years in this jail. And when they put me in jail, they put me in my own cell. I got my own TV in there, and I got my own radio, and I got my own telephone. <laughs> that was Lester Roloff Converts. And he said, hey, uh, they, they, tried to, they, they got on to me. You shouldn't have given him a phone. He said, you run the courts, I run the jail. 
And uh, so I took him in there, and he was on the top of a picnic bench, which I had that picture, when his pant leg rolled up, preaching. Well, we're having a broadcast. Brother Jack's here with the boys. We got apples in there. That revival, about 100 guys in there. They're shouting and hugging him and everything else. When he came out of that jail, we brought 10 guys with him. When a man's ways please the Lord, he's yeah. making even his enemies to be at peace with him. Yeah. And so uh, it was. He was. He was. I told him. He said, "You. I, you belong back in 1850s, man. You out of date. You. You old school. You boy. You. You're under the old school. I ain't gonna change, brother Jack. I ain't gonna change. But uh, and I and I get to this chapter right here, and I see me here at 70, and you guys in the old, older Saints Church here, and look at verse 46. Uh, this is uh, Blind Bartimaeus coming on here. And and uh, and people are trying to shuffle him around, not to get to hold of the preacher. Don't ever let uh, some some idiot try to teach you for, take you from helping somebody. And uh, well, he's not our camp, and he don't like we don't like him. That's that's romper room stuff. That's baby stuff. Get rid of that mentality. Amen, brother. That good preacher. Yeah. And they came to Jericho. Jericho's outside of uh, uh, now. Jericho's like the ghetto of Jerusalem. It's nasty. We wouldn't like Jerusalem. Uh, so forth. Uh, I've been to Calvary. I've been to Jerusalem twice, but I've been to Calvary about a hundred times. Hey, man. I kept going back to Calvary when I was in Jerusalem. They kept looking at me. And they said, he, he said, you'll find Brother Jack at Calvary. I'm looking where he was crucified. Yeah. Me and uh, Andy's mother, we, we went there and uh, with, a, with a church group. And they came to Jericho as they went out of Jericho with a disciple. Now, the disciple is one who had trusted Christ, but a disciple not necessarily was an apostle. And the apostle was one he had literally had to see physically Jesus Christ on this earth. Right. And then sent one. And Paul was the last guy that yeah. got in on Acts chapter See 9. Due time. And one born at a due time. Jesus yeah. appeared to him. Yeah. That's your apostle's independent. Peter's not your apostle. And the whole Bible's for you. But certain the Bible's to you. Right. You're a Gentile dog. You're not a Jew. You're a Gentile. Yeah. Only two kind of people. I don't know. Maybe 50 races. I don't care. There's only two types of people. You, Jew yeah. and Gentile. Yeah. Amen, Brother Jack. And uh, verse number 40, 40, 47. And when he had heard that Jesus of Nazareth began to cry out, and to see, he heard of it. They know with the answer. They want on, on their terms. Yeah. And when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And then there's a, there's a political crowd here. And many charged him that he should hold his feet. Be quiet, man, the Lord's coming. Yeah. But he got like what he did. But, but he cried the more, more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. He knows where he's going. He knows what he was. He knows what he is. Until you know what you are, you'll never get help. And Jesus stood still. Whoever that guy was, he stopped God. Amen. With a cry of prayer. Would you have mercy on God? Showed him some attention. Showing up, Jack. You want to get a hold of God? Show, show him some attention. Amen. I ain't talking about your personality, who you got, how much money you got in your, your wallet, you're trying to pray to people you don't like. I ain't talking about that. Can God trust you with something? Can God trust you with time? Can God trust you with, with money? Can God trust you with this gospel? Everybody in here. See, it's not the preacher's job to fill this church. I hate to, I hate to break it down to it. It's your job. Just think if everybody in here went and found a blind bottom man this week. Amen. Amen. I a bunch of them over truck stop. Yeah. I got a friend of mine, I'll tell you, he'll do it. His young people used to make baggage for the truckers. Amen. He said when those little kids gave up and gave, came up to the truckers and knocked them in the door, gave them gospel tracks and cookies and, and some candy, and he said the truck drivers started crying. 
Amen. 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 The ministry five, three miles from here. Yeah. It's in your backyard. Amen. Oh, after preacher, what's he doing? I'll probably get stuff ready for you to you get you some food for Sunday. Amen. I, I can preach a message in five minutes. Sometimes it takes me five hours. Amen. But I, I, I put my time into it. But it, this story ripped my heart out. Bless look at look, look at look, look what Jesus told him. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the whole deal more. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still. He Glory stopped him in his tracks. Woo! Yeah! Yeah, man! Oh, wish I could take a run. And Jesus stood still and commanded him, Hey! Bring him here to me now! That's why they say it. No, or they say, bring him here now. Do you know what I'm saying? And uh, there's other words to you, but I won't use it. But he got, he got mad at him. He wouldn't do that. But I'm saying they bring him here to me now. Yeah. And Jesus stood still and commanded him. He, he wasn't nice about it. Amen. He didn't like people kind of shuffle him out of the way. Amen. That's right. That's right. Because you want to you want to hold the attention to the Savior. Yeah. You're the you're the new kid on the block. No, brother, bring, bring him here to me. Amen. I will fix this. Amen. Yeah. What he say? And Jesus stood still, commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying, Be of good comfort. Right, he called thee. Yeah. And he cast him away his garment. He knew he was fixing to get something. Amen. You ought to expect something when you come through that door. Yes, yes. Leave your garments of the week outside. Right. When you come in here, man, and all the cares of this whole life, leave it Hey, I thought about that car for a little bit, but when I get out of here and done preaching, I'll think about that car a whole lot. It's not on my mind right now. Amen. I see some modern out here. Yeah. Right. And I don't know your past. Uh, I don't know your past, your present, your future. I know if you're human, you got needs. You got hurt. You got heartache. Yeah. And so forth. Uh, and he cast away his garment and rolled the cave of Jesus. And Jesus said unto him, what will thou that I should do with thee? He came right to the front door. What's your problem? Yeah. As they say in New York, forget about it. What's your problem? And the uh, New Yorkers are different. They all got a 38 right there or something. They got a King James on this side and a 38 away or a 45. And, uh, and Jesus answered them and said, What was I doing? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, that I might receive my sight. Yeah. Would you let me see? Verse 52, and Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith, mm. not water, <laughs> not tongues, not money, thy faith. I know what Christ had died, I know the dispensation, but it was by faith he got there. Right. Watch what he did for him. He, and he said, Jesus said to him, Go thy way, thy faith had made thee whole. And he immediately, there wasn't no praying through stuff. Mm -hmm. He could block all that stuff off. And immediately he received the sight. Bang! He got. He can see it. Yeah. I mean, do you think he got saw that right there and just looking around? No, you don't. Uh, man, I think he went nuts. He went jumping. Hey, man! Went jumping jack flips, uh, somersault. <laughs> I can see. I can see. Yeah. Well, that's what a Christian ought to do. I can see speak. again. I can see again. I can see again. And uh, I'm gonna talk to you about that. About some stories and so forth. And uh, and and immediately, watch it. Uh, and a, bit, a letter part of verse 52. And immediately he received his sight. Watch it. And followed Jesus in the way. Amen. He never went back where he used to be. Things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. The things I used to do, I just still don't do them anymore. Yeah. The things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. I think about them. Yeah. There's been a great change since I've been born again. There's been a great, great change since I've been born. 
There's been a great change since that. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, help us. Who's calling me? Let me tell this something. Hey, man, I'm preaching the Bible. Let me hey, call, man. Let me call you back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out of, I'm out of Mormon church, man. They're getting happy over here. I'll call you back. Harry, get that check to you over here. I need it. Bye bye. Yeah. Hey, man. That's one of my guys. Uh, that's a guy I pulled out of jail out of uh, Jimmy Jimmy Hood's uh, connection. Yeah. Uh, up in Columbus, Ohio. And his daddy went to uh, Greg Eastep's church. And uh, this kid was in jail. And they're going to put him five years in prison. I went to court for him. I said, Judge, I can help this guy. He said, what's your remedy? I said, the gospel of Jesus yeah. Christ. He said, the what? He said, the God. I said, the gospel of, I said, the blood of the Lord in the courtroom. Yeah. And the judge and the prosecutor said, well, I don't know nothing about this stuff. He judge said, I do, and I like it. Amen. I said, I want to report, and I want him with you at least two years. Amen. That was 20 years ago. Praise the Lord, brother. He pastored three churches. Great preachers, one of the best young men I've ever had. Hey. He's hey, old in his right mind. Hallelujah. He opened. He got to see it now. Yeah. And he's out building houses down in southern uh, South Carolina. He's trying to find me a van to get to heard I got broke, so he's trying out there trying to help me. And uh, I got about forty guys in the ministry. Amen. Amen. But, but I don't cop my vessels. I want more. Amen. Amen. So you you got to be hungry for something. Yeah. Don't let this world fill your appetite. Right. Don't let that world get in your head. Yeah. HBO, Hell's Box Office. Yeah. Don't, don't let them get in your head. Amen. Amen. And so let me shut my phone off. I'm stuck in the I thought I had to turn it off. But uh, I'm going to talk to you about a few things so that I've gone through life and journey and so forth. And God's going God's to bring people across your path if God trusts you with them. That's right. That's right. You know who would influence this guy at PBI? with a dear old grandmother named Mrs. Sight. And every week of her life, she would give us uh, prayer books and, and Bible books. This is back in 1970, 71, 72. Uh, books by uh, uh, David Livingston, Jonathan Goforth. And we would, she would give us books. I had a chart. All right, when you get done reading this, you're going to give this book to Sam Gibb. Sam, when you get done, you give your book to uh, Rick Sauer. And she had like a little thing going on in the church. She was, hey, uh, she was in, uh, her husband retired from the Navy, and, but yet she was a prayer warrior. They'd have, they'd have her so she's what she was doing she was ministering to him but not behind the pulpit the word minister means servant yeah amen. you either got a servant or you got pharaohs in the ministry amen and what you got to realize is uh the andy and shelly are keeping these kids uh innocent as long as possible amen when i come i get yogi and boo-boo i get uh, daniel moon when i come over there so I'm like, i love it i love it and the only reason I come is because they can Bless cook. Him, Andy can cook good. Andy. <laughs> well, Shelly can't do it. Mean, you know, <laughs> back up over here. So, uh, get it. so what are you saying, preacher? I, uh, I was at one time at the Pacific Garden Mission, and I, I helped the guy out. And I was there for about a little over a year as a, as a, uh, as a supervisor. And Harry Salmonair, who was converted under Billy Sunday. He said, Jack, he said, there's more to you than a director. He's about 80 years old when I met him. Had duck feet. His ankles were crushed. I heard him coming. wore about two thousand dollars suit. He was a very uh, uh, rich businessman, but he gave his life to that mission and, and developed unshackled. He said, I "Always called me Patterson." He said, "Jack." He said, "I want you to come work in the mission." I said, "Look, man, I'm just a visitor here." He said, uh, "I'm I'm uh, I'm working." He said, "Well, I want you to be the director." I said, "I don't have time for it. I'm in Bible college." He said, "I'll do your salary." I said, "I'll take it." I felt led of the Lord to take that. You know, just God spoke to my heart. You know. And uh, I worked about 60, 70 hours a week at that rescue mission. 
One day I walked out one day and there was a guy on the street down there and I, I met him a couple of times. I said, what's your name? I said, I didn't. They said you're drunk. I said, I'm going to put you on the fourth floor. And I, I put a pass, Jack Patterson, so they knew who I was. I said, I want this guy to sleep up there a week. I want soup and cereal brought to him every day, twice a day. Amen. And about a week later, he came back down. His face was all cleared up. He had shaven. And uh, I said, uh, I said, Claude, tell me about yourself. Amen. He said, I'm Sicilian. I said, oh, you're with the family. I knew mob stuff. So you can't be in a mob being Anglo-Saxon. You got to be Italian. Because yeah. you act up, they go get your granddad. <laughs> Am I telling the truth? Yeah. And so Claude, uh, I said, Claude, what are you? He said, I'm a five-star chef. I said, come on. I said, go cook me something down there and bring it back up there. I don't know what he cooked, but it was changed. It changed my life. It was good. So I called Brother Olaf. I said, Brother Olaf, I got a five-star chef. Uh, he said, can he cook? He said, I got the governor coming next week. Get him on the plane. Get him down here quick. I'm off the phone. Well, guess you bought the ticket. Amen. And uh, so I, I bought, I bought that. Sounds like a preacher, babe. And uh, so I, I sent him down there. He, and he called me back. He said, where did you get this guy? The governor said that's the best quail he's ever had in his life. See, Roloff had friends in Texas when they raided him. They had people love him. They stopped it. I won't go there yeah. today. But Claude Bluby stayed, where he stayed there cooking in, the, in, in those homes for two years. He went back. You know what he did? Uh, he, uh, he stood still. God got a hold of him. Amen. But somebody had to help God's going to bring people across your path. Sure enough. I was in church a few, uh, few weeks ago. Uh, the preacher got ousted by some idiots in the church. And he's old school Ruckmanite. And uh, he's 70, I think 75. Got a beard about little. He looked like Grizzly Adam. And uh, he said, uh, he said, Bud Jackson kicked me out of my church. I said, what are you going to do about it? I said, a little whippersnapper. And I ain't going to tell you about the, I'll tell you the story. I ain't going to tell you the mud. And uh, he said, I'm going to go find another church. And he's 75 years old. He knows he's been in the same town for 40 years, 50 years. He went and found an old building, empty. Empty. And sitting there, and he said, uh, I called bottom of my friend, let him know. I put an ad in the paper, and I'm starting another church, and I didn't criticize nobody. He said, uh, 50 showed up. Hey, man. He said, this last week, 75 showed up. Hallelujah. He said, that when, and you come back in about three weeks or four weeks, I'm going to have 100 people in that church for you. You all like about this guy? You can't keep a good man down. Hey, man. And this guy, he didn't talk about nobody, so I'm going to win him to Christ. And just think, if everybody in here found the blind Bartimaeus once a month, one a month, one a month, and you bring him to church, you'll double your crowd. Well, how do you do that? Well, how, do, how, do you, how do you take a shower? Turn the water off. How do you eat? Put the food in your mouth. Yeah. How do you put gas in your tank? Put the holes in there. Yeah. Right. How do you put money in the bank? Cash your check. Right. You know what to do. Yeah. That lady named Mrs. Sipes, she led more people to Christ and uh, so forth. That's what I was going through school and hearing all the doctrine, the church history, and the Greek and the Hebrew. I had, I had on Saturdays, I'm on the streets all day winning people to Christ in Pensacola. And one day we, we, I called about maybe 15, 20 people. Uh, begging, they didn't have any food. I looked over at Dr. Rockman, he, he threw about $20 or $30 at me. They, had, they got a hamburger joint there and it's called uh, Whataburger. Amen. They changed your life now. Yeah. It'll blow McDonald's now. Wow, you know McDonald's is not real hamburger. I don't know what they got. Uh, kangaroo, I, I don't know yeah. what it is. I'll leave it, I'll leave it alone, Your Honor. It, don't, it, it just won't go down. It won't go down. And uh, we went and got some Whataburgers, I cut them in half. And Dr. Rockman came back over there. And I, I got a little table on, on the street. I'm going to say it six months. I go down there every Friday and start preaching to them. And everybody wanted to come when Dr. Reckler was there. 
Hey, is Dr. Ruckman in town? I said, I don't know. Are you going? I, well, I'll go if he goes. I said, you ain't got it. I tell that to the faith. You ain't got it. I'm just got to I'm going to take six months. I get out there and pass out tracks, and I go get some water burgers. I take my money, I wouldn't blow it on nobody. I only made, uh, I think, two fifty an hour building a house. Not two hundred fifty, two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. You don't think I worked on my Detroit pride? I was making eight and nine up in Detroit. I get out there making two fifty. Yeah. You know what God was doing? He was pulling something out, but putting something in. Yeah. Amen, Brother Jack. And you can't get filled with something until you get empty first. That's true. That pride and that anger and that jealousy has got to come out. I had staff members always come to work for me and they kept it. They worked for me, did the best job for me. Had a, most of them came in and want, want to know what the criteria was going to be for me. I said, don't worry about the hours. Get the job done. That's right. Cook the food right. Yeah. Keep the van clean. Change the oil. Right. Let, everybody wants everybody else to do what they're supposed to do. It's all over Christianity. That's why the last dispensation of the Christian uh, life is called Laodicea. Yeah. That means the rights of the people. Yeah. Right. Some, somewhere we we picked up, Pastor, that you know, uh, you know, he that he's supposed to do it all and we do nothing. That's not in the Bible. Right. Amen. No, you're supposed to help out too. That's right. You're going to have a dinner. I, I'm preaching now. Then you have dinner on the ground. And if you can't cook, go to Walmart and buy something good. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. Yeah. Woo! Glory. Man, I tasted some stuff. It changed your life. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't food, you know. My sister can't cook. I, you can't cook if you hear this thing. And I, she, 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 every time she wants to go, I said, I'll meet you at Cracker Barrel at 2 o'clock. I'll meet you there. She asked my other sister, why does Jackie always want to meet at Cracker Barrel? She said, because you don't know how to cook. They're 75 and 80 or so. I ain't never take their cooking. She calls spaghetti uh, spaghettios. And, uh, uh, and, uh, no, I want Italian spaghetti with the hey, Yo, forget about it. I'm talking about there's some part gobies in your neighborhood. Hey, man. I, uh, I I came over here to uh, the mission after Brother Jimmy Hood. He asked me to look after the mission when he's gone. And I met this little girl with tattooed up on her legs and arms. She yeah. said, you know me. I said, how do I know you? He said, you knew me as a little girl at eight years old. Mm. I got with the wrong crowd. Right. And I messed my life up. I got on heroin, got on dope, got, got with the gang, biker gangs. Yeah. She's tattooed up all the way up, long blonde hair, big green eyes. Pretty girl, but pain in her eye, pain. I looked through that stuff. I sent her over to the mission. Her pastor called me, I sent her over there. I was late getting over here, trying to get over here, because they got married Saturday to a biker from PBI named Brett Crabtree. He was the first guy shot in the Grenada War under Reagan. They took that Russian guy out. What did you do to that Russian? He said, uh, he's all over the place. We took some rockets and launchers and knocked him out. He was a Green Beret. And Becky came to me with a broken life and looked at Crabtree with a broken life. He got first guy shot. He said, okay, he said, all the boys at BBI. He said, what do you think about this guy? I said, that nobody will ever bother you. No one will ever touch your hand. I said, he'll pay the bills. She said, I think I'm going to start dating them. They were married yesterday. Hey, man. You know what they did? And they're both soul winners. You know what they're doing? They locked in now forces. They had broken lives. They got to put them back together. Crazy. That's what God wants to do with our lives. Yeah. I had a broken mind, God. I didn't want that. What are you saying, preacher? Uh, I want to. I want to fix it. I was in a gas station a couple years ago, and a guy looked at me and said, "Hey, man, you got to get out of this neighborhood." Black guy, not African American. He's never been to Africa. Uh, you know, hello, and I don't buy. I don't drink the Kool Aid. 
He said, man, you got to get out of this neighborhood. And he, I said, why? I said, man, you, you're white, man. I said, so? I don't give a flip. And I said, I'm a preacher, man. I said, well, uh, why are you over here? He said, man, this is a rough neighborhood. I said, man, I used to steal cars over here. I ran chop shops over there. Get out of here. For real, man. You're for real. Yeah, for real. I'm, I'm real. And, uh, and we got over there and we got going. I said, come on, man. It's, it, it's, it's good out to get a, get a hot dog with chili on. I'm buying. Come on, let's go. I said, let me tell you about the Lord. He came over there and so forth. He was saved and backslidden. Amen. He said, he said, he said, I live over there by, uh, uh, I live over there by, uh, uh, by the Bachelor Bridge. They're putting another, they're putting another bridge over in Detroit. We don't know why. They're going to put two bridges, and uh, I'm bringing in some stuff, I guess. Yeah, hello, you wait, yeah. and uh, so forth. So, I mean, the bridge go from Canada, uh, America to Canada. They're doing another one. They told the whole neighborhood that they, you know, come in. The liberals are coming and tear down the whole neighborhood and 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 buy, buy them cheap and sell them high dollar. Mm. And it's, it's always got to be a Jew involved with it. You can't figure it out, there's a Jew there. Amen, Brother Jack. I blessed him and blessed Genesis 12 to 15. And this guy got a hold. I took him out to get a hot dog. And he said, well, I need some groceries now. Oh, come on, man. What else you need? I gave him 20 bucks. I'll wait for you. And, uh, and we went in. I went by his house. And he said, I said, where are you going? He said, he said, I live by the Clark Motel. I said, by Boulevard and Fort Street. I said, he said, how do you know about the Clark Motel? I said, I wasn't always saved, man. Amen. We should run our drugs and guns through that. <laughs> yeah. That was nine, eight years ago. He's still the PA man in my church. Amen. Got his family back. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. He looked like he looked like Smokey Robinson, light skin, you know. And just my imagination. My brother all did background with Isaac Hayes. That was I, I like the inspiration better than temptation. And uh, so forth. What are you saying? There's some blind bone amazing. Yeah. God is going to lead by your path. Amen, brother. He was going to help him. Put, put truth in them. Yeah. David said in Psalm 51, Thou hast put truth on the outward parts. No. The inward part. Yeah. You know what your problem's at today? Listen to me. I ain't talked to your preacher about nothing. Your problem, my problem, is stuff on the inside that hadn't got out yet. Amen. And these idiot preachers out there run their mouth. They're always a loud guy preacher who's got something empty on the inside. I know I'm good. I know I'm on point. That I've suffered those things. I told preachers that you guys got something on the inside. You got to get out. You've been rejected. You got you're about half stupid or something. I don't know what it is, but you got to get that stuff out of your heart. That bitterness, that anger, or the birth order, or the birth gender. I never want to wake up and be Jackie. It's Jack. I ain't not a girl. I like being a man. This is man. You know, that's what James Brown said. You know, and uh, but my, my brother knew all those guys in Motown. Now my brother-in-law. He was on the road again. He was a redneck. Oh, he let you know, man. Him and, him and Waylon, Waylon's going to be fourth part of the Trinity. Yeah. And uh, uh, I got going with him, and uh, my brother-in-law, he looked at me, and he said, uh, he said, Jack, what's your thing about soul winning? What's it? Let me back up. My little niece and nephew got buried alive in a, in a, in a, in a fire. They got killed in a fire. 65 in Detroit. I went by the, I went by the empty lot the other day. I go by there all the time, man. I was the last bit, and the guy who babysit him, I was 12 years old. They both died in fire. <clears throat> that fire had led more people to Christ in my family. And that those two kids, four and five years old, they didn't know they're I believe they, they go they're not, they're not saved. But you know what? Well there's no there's no uh, no law saying the old law kicked in. There's no light. Yeah. God lets them in. Yeah. It's true. Galatians four, check it out. And so I, I looked at the dad, the dad looked at the uh, I, my, I've been praying for my sister. 
And one night she called me, she said, Jack, I'm, I'm, uh, I want you to pray for me. I'm witnessing to my husband tonight. He said, I'm dying. I said, I'll be there tomorrow. I want to be with you. I was there when she died. But before she died, she, she told her husband, you want to see your, you want to see your boy? Hey, commanded him to come here. Yeah. Maybe you ought to be patient with that neighbor, that old grouch. Well, you can say amen right there. Well, you don't know what he said about me. You don't, I don't know what this you say about him. And my sister got on her knees and said, do you want to go to heaven, Philip? Would you trust Christ? You'll see Johnny and Linda again. And he said, I don't know what to say. He said, you heard the preaching from my two brothers for 45 years. And he said, her pastor was there, Joe Walker, in front of mine. And Joe Walker kicked the chair. Well, bless God, get on your knees. My brother-in-law, bald head and no teeth, holding my sister's hand with cancer calling upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He gets saved. Praise the Lord. He got here. Amen. Amen. But then the next day, he looked at his son and daughter and said, uh, I want a big print King James Bible. Yeah. She gave him a family Bible. He's still smoking the cigarettes there and he said, no, I want to start reading. He just started, he just started reading his Bible. First thing, he, then, he, then he quit smoking. He quit cussing. Yeah. About, about maybe a year later, Amen. he's going to die. He said, tell Jack I want to talk to him. This is my, this is my Korean uh, brother-in-law, de decorated hero. He said, Jack, he said, I was always, up, always, always mean to you, but when, when your dad had a stroke, I took you in to raise you. I did the best I could. He said, I want to thank you for telling me how to get saved. Yeah. He said, I'm going to glory because of you, you and your brother. He put a 410 slug in my brother's head. If you shut up about Christ, I'm going to kill you. My brother didn't know. My brother-in-law pulled the trigger. And one day he was witnessing to him. I'm trying to help some of you today. There's some Mr. Sipes sitting in this room today. <coughs> There's some people right here who know how to cook and, then, and go feed the homeless right here by you. Give them a little bit. Hey, we got some sandwiches. We got some soup. Would you like some free? This is for you and your kids. Hello. I'm over yeah. here from the Baptist Church. I got some food. Yeah. I got some drinks for you. Would you like some something to eat? It's good, Bird Jack. And I've been in a home in Chicago where the kids come up to we ain't seen mom and dad in about two weeks. And we stay in the house with the curtains down. Souls are crying, men are dying. You just don't know my problem. You ain't got no problems being saved like they do. Amen, Jack. Because when they hit the lake of fire, they don't get out to the judgment seat of Christ or the lake of fire to the white throne judgment. Right. That's my message today. Thank you, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Blind Bartimaeus got you. Sure it is. Yes, he did. But you don't like about it? Mark with a turncoat. Yeah. Mark left Paul for Paul. It was nothing to do with it. Amen. And then somebody wanted to help Brother Mark, Barnabas, the son of consolation. No, God's always got somebody to come in and help you. He said, you need to go back there and help old Paul out. Yeah. Amen. Make things right. Yeah. Sure not did. That, not tell everybody. He said over in the uh, Old Testament, tell it not in Gath about the Philistines. Don't, don't talk about to the world, lost people, about your problems. It's good, brother. Mark's the second book in the New Testament. Yeah. He was a turncoat. Hey, when they kick you out of your church, Brother Preby, you already got a new track printed up. 75 years old, old ex-biker. The Sand Hill Bible Baptist Church, Houston, New York. Amen. I'll be preaching there in about three weeks. Praise the Lord. You know what he did? 
God gave him a second chance. Right. Now here, folks, we can talk about doing something or we can, or we can go do it. Right. I wouldn't walk out that door with at least 20, 30 tracks in my pocket or in my car where I can put them out. I got a name on the back of a phone number where they can reach me. I get calls all the time. Hey, this Jack Patterson, uh, I found this track on a gas pump. Amen. I stick it in there. Amen. And they're going to come there. Go where the people are. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just not me. It'll be you one day. Oh, yeah. There's a bright day coming. Amen. A bright day coming. There's a bright. Why didn't you witness for me? You talk about a screen, God's going to put a screen where you understand it. So look at there, you're at that asshole gas station at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you got tracks in your van, and there are these people out there drinking and partying. Why didn't we give them a track? That's right. Amen. What did you learn that from, old Pete, Pete Rutman? Yeah. Jack Ives, left the roll on. Yeah. I'll tell you two more and I'm done. Uh, guy came to now I came to Chicago, and uh, he got saved, and, but he was mean. He wanted to go to Ari Torrey's school, D.O. Moody's school. And the mother called Ari Torrey, he said, oh. he said, I want you to let my boy in your Bible school. He said, you tell your boy to come see me every Wednesday night before church. This is back in the 1900s. And, uh, they, America's always, if you're not, you're outside of Christ, you're going to have levels of depths of sin. It just changes, that's all. And he gets his kid and he said, uh, he said, Billy, he says, I like you. I read a story with Ari Torrey. Torrey was trained under Moody. Moody was a strong, Moody was a King James man. He got a book, uh, I showed it to Howell Lancer College and Jack Howell that changed their mind. I said, well, you, where'd you get this book? I said, Peter Rodman. <laughs> I said, that's a preacher joke. And Ari Torrey looks at uh, Billy, Billy Duel and he says, uh, you ought to write some of your words to music. I'm going to let you in school this fall. You know the first song this kid Billy wrote? Years I spent in vanity and pride, mm. carry not my Lord nor screw, save pride. Knowing now that was for me, he mm. died at Calvary. Yeah. Mercy there was grace, and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burden so found liberty at Calvary. Yeah, Ari Tory gave Billy Newell a chance. And he got saved and he Praise started writing songs. Amen. And now you know of the Newell book publication. Amen. He was the founder of that. Amen, Brother. The preacher didn't want to give him a second chance. And Mr. Moody said, give him another chance. Yeah. See, that's why you got to go to the preacher, not to the educators. That's right. You hear what I'm saying? I'm, I'm making a psychological perception for you. I go to the preacher. I want something, I go see Pete Ruckman. I want something, I want to see Jack Howes. I want something, I go see Lester Roloff. I want something, I want to go see every song there. I didn't worry about the board and the staff. They got staff in fact. I'll leave them alone. But just think, but just think, some of my, I got some uh, uh, comments, but I'm just trying to just show you something. You're it. You're it. You're it. I'm talking about your neighbor. That old yeah. route that you don't even talk to. Go with him. Go with him. Got a crack windshield. Hey, I got some insurance that can help you. Help you. I don't care what it is. Find a way to get to somebody. Amen. But it's going to cost you two things to help somebody. Money and 
time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the idiots at work you have to work with. They used to put pornography all over my machine. I go up there and tell the ball. They they had to have my cut. My cut was a lot. I, I I did the cut for the tanks. They put the gears in to turn the tracks on the big tanks. I had the last cut. I wouldn't put, I wouldn't turn the machine off. I said, that's a hazardous man. I'll have my eyes on the wrong thing. I'll cut my hand off. That's a uh, uh, that's, that's dangerous. And and the general for how the man supposed to run a machine? You got pornography. Yeah, how am I supposed to? Run? I, I use it. I use their pill. Yeah. And you need to come down there and take it all down, paint hey, it all man. nice and pretty, you know, and that was good. He said, anybody anybody puts that up again, I'm going to give you two weeks off. I've never had a problem. I had a broken windshield in the car lot, but I, I had no problem with the pornography. That's right. <laughs> when I left, 200 guys come to my going away party. That's good. Amen. Amen, Bro Jack. 200. Yeah. Weeping, shaking my head. Yeah. I'll tell you one more I'm done. I had this one guy, he, he was nuts, man. He was stuck on stupid. And uh, God gave me God gave me favor with him. And one day he gave a, a sandwich to a guy that had a thick and dead rat on there. And that's how the, the guys in the factory they're bored. And uh, so one day he uh, he he come by there. He had a hammer and a sickle on his helmet. You know, union guy. He said, "There's about a, a thousand of us working there." It's in Chicago, and he said, "Outside Chicago," he said, uh, "Brother Patterson." He said, uh, "He said I know I laugh at you a lot and make fun of you because uh, probably because I'm guilty of stuff." I grew, up, I grew up in the Christian church. I got better and left the church. Mm. Would you do me a favor? Would you go see my little girl and pray for her in the hospital? Bless you, Brother Jack. Yeah, last year. Yes, sir. I said, I got to go, go to school when I get out about one. I can be back here at three. Bless you, Jack. So I'm going to be there about maybe two, about one fifteen, one thirty. Yeah. And when I got there, he was there. Looked at me smiling. Wasn't the arrogant, mouthy guy at work now? The little girl there with a, I had a, she was top temperature. She was trying to get a temperature, had her in a breathing bag. Daddy, is this the guy supposed to come talk to me? And I got on my knees next to her and told her the gospel of Christ. I prayed for her. She smiled. She said two things. My daddy says you're a good man. He never told me that. She said, uh, my daddy said, you'd like to help people. She said, thank you for coming by. My dad's got his head like this. Tears yeah. coming down his cheeks. Bless I prayed for him. Now, he stayed, I guess, a little longer to come back in. He came in about five. We've got to get there by three. They've called me several times, and they try to get these tanks, these bearings right, and they can't get them in. The druggies oversized. Hey, what's up? They don't, they're not to come. And I mean, in the last couple of years, they called me to come work for them. Over in uh, Ado, Alamo, Ohio. They triple our salaries. I told the guys, so maybe I'll make, talk to Karen and get to take some time off to come help you guys. I grew up in machine shops, but I don't, I don't, I don't take weed to the floor for Led Zeppelin firing away at you. And, uh, he come in there one night, and he got there before I did. And he knows I like a gyro, a yiddos, that, uh, that, that I love them with that tzatziki sauce. Well, he, I had one on French fries, and had that and a, and a sandwich and a coke on my on my table. And it just said thank you, big car, the picture said thank you. He got there before I did. And before he'd been putting like dead mouse on the guy's sandwiches, acting stupid, you know. Guys act like little kids when they're waiting for their wives. And he looked at me and said. Thanks for coming to see my girl. Hey, man. Your sandwich is okay. No more games. <laughs>
no more gambling. When I left to go into ministry full time again, <coughs> he was the first guy up in the game. He said, You changed my views, you changed my mind. Hey, Amen. What I saw. They gotta see something. Yeah. I'll take the track. I'm done. I'll take the track like this. And is that my track? Let me see that. Thank you. And take the track. I'll, I'll take a track like this. And uh, the track. I get a track. It's clean. It's real easy to read. And uh, and I give I give a track. And I always got my name and phone number on the back yeah. on my church track. You'd be surprised who called. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Truth. Some of you need to get started getting tracks. Start passing them out to people. You see some hungry people want to go to go to McDonald's and get a thinking uh, 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 what do you call them a burrito for a dollar, you know, for a dollar. Let me say it again, for a dollar. You know. Hey man, for a dollar. That's going to be somebody's granddaughter right there. That's right. Selling her bodies. I do it all the time. I pulled over. I, I know it was when I was over to Asheville, North Carolina, at one time, and the girl was by. She said, uh, you need any company? I said, no, I got, I got plenty of company. She said, oh, really? She, I said, yeah, I got plenty of company. Well, who, who, where are they? I said, they're in my heart. So who are these? I said, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Right. He said, you're a preacher. I said, a real one. Yeah, real. And she said, right. you know what I am? I said, yeah, I know that you are. Right. I think I gave her $10 with the McDonald's right across the street. But you hear the track. I said, Tom Topper, you call him, tell him. Mm -hmm. Big Jack, I put Big Jack on there. Told you to call them, he'll come pick you up. And uh, they get you saved. I gotta run, you gotta, I didn't want to see her, be with her by myself at that time. Watch your testimony. Yeah, it's true. Bring her, bring him to me. Yeah. No, we're, we're not into that. We're, this, this, our church is, no. Bring him to me. Amen. And who helped him was a guy who quit and turned around. Yeah. Not much. You hear what I'm saying? If you don't live for God, your kids and grandkids are going to see it and feel it. And then one day they're going to point at you, why didn't you live for God? Amen. Why, why didn't you pray? Why didn't you show us how to read the Bible? That's the message tonight. A blind Bartimaeus. A blind Bartimaeus. He, he got in. It's powerful. Father, thank you for the word of God. Yes, thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you take home this simple truth. Thank you, Lord. Turn it back to your pastor. Uh, who say, preacher, I'm here today. I know I'm saved. I know when I got saved. And I'm not ashamed of that testimony. Can I see you raise your hand? Can I see your hand as a testimony? You know you're saved. Let me see your hand. Oh, yeah. God bless you. You know that you're saved. You know that you're saved. Thank you. God bless you. You say, preacher, I'm here today. I don't know if I am saved. I don't want to go to hell, but would you pray for me? I am not sure that I'm saved. Would you pray for me? Anybody like that here? Put your hand up now. Anybody like that here now? Who's here, preacher? I heard what you preached today, and I don't know how or when, but I am I am not going to sit and just listen and do nothing. I'm going to do something about this thing of winning people to Christ. Amen. Learn the plan of salvation. Give a gospel track out. Go get them. Bring them to church. Go pick them up. I want to go out of my way like Jesus did. Amen. Bring them to me. Amen. Would you at least ask God to do that in your life and heart? Would you at least ask Him? And would you say, Preacher, I want to bow to God that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make an effort to start winning, passing out tracks and leading people to Christ. Just read what the track says. That, 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 there's your message. Amen. But most time it's helping people, it's called the, the expense is time. Putting time on. Put time on. Being kind to them. At work. At the gas station. But have something ready to give them. 
Say, preacher, I'm going to start doing that. Would you pray for me? I sure would as a Christian. Would you lift your hand? Come on. Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You just ask God to show you. You got to get the gab. I know you got the women got to get the gab. Now you get them on their phone, you can't get them off. But change the right message to get you talking about the right thing. My, my brother-in-law is not in hell today. My sister-in-law is not in hell today. All of our family got saved and trusted Christ through either Pete Rockman or Beecham Vick. He was a protege of the J. Frank Norris in Detroit. Father, I pray you bless the message. Yes. I pray God you'll speak to our hearts. I'll turn it back over to the pastor of the pastor Amen. of church. All right. Thank the Lord. Brother Jack, I bear witness with a lot of things he said. I remember being in the workplace. I remember a man coming to me and saying, I want what you got. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I remember that Mark Fisher. He didn't live long, but he got it. He got in. Mm. <coughs> and uh, I can remember reading my Bible in the break room and a man coming there and sarcastically says any word from the Lord. I just turned that Bible around. This happened. I was reading Psalms 51. <laughs> Brother Jackie mentioned Psalm 51. God desires truth on any but parts. But I was reading Psalms 51. I turned around, put my finger on that, and that man started reading Psalms 51. And he started more than crying. He was just so broken. He was whacking, sobbing. Gave him the whole break room. We all got up. I left him in there with my Bible. He brought it to me. He said, thank you. He's a deacon in church now. We all have opportunities. All of us do. That's why you're here. Day I got saved, April 27th, 1988, Brother James. Mm -hmm. I wonder why I wasn't in heaven and I was dumb enough to say there must be something Amen. that God wants me to do. <laughs> Jesus, even at the age of 12 years old, told his mother, I must be about my father's business. God help us all to see the hurting out there, right. to see those that won't help, those that need help, even those that don't want help. If you're if you're wise, the Bible says, he that win his souls is wise. If you're wise, you'll help them. Father, we thank you for the admonishment, Lord, of Brother Jack here today. What an honor, Lord, to have him with us. We wish we could keep him, Lord. Lord, he's got what we need more of, Lord. I thank you for him, Lord. What a tremendous witness, Lord, that I could bear with what he said. Lord, going into those places, Lord, that, that prostitute, Lord, wanting company, and Lord, Him offering the love of God. I thank You, Lord, for that testimony. Lord, there's millions out there, Lord, that don't know the love of God, don't know the peace, don't know the joy, don't know, Lord, You personally, Lord. And, and Lord, we know that we're, we're Your ambassadors, Lord. We're, we're members of Your body, Lord. Even the little finger can do something if it's, if it's directed, Lord. We just pray You'll help us all be more mindful. Not only, Lord, of our lost family and friends, but, Lord, of eternity. Lord, one day we'll stand giving account. And I pray we'll hear the words, well done. And I pray, dear God, Lord, they'll be true words. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for having Brother Jack here today. Pray you bless upon him always. Lord, lengthen his tent stakes. Give him, Lord, I pray, uh, many, many, many years, Lord, to carry that precious message of God. Carry the love of God, Lord, to those abroad. Thank you, Lord, for all you do for us, Lord, each and every day. Lord, you load us with benefits. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I ask everybody to stand. I like to get Brother Jerry, Sister Sharon, sing maybe a verse.